Welcome to Radio Thailand. This is the Sunday Dhamma Talk, and my name is Pra Mahapaibun Apipuno. Every Sunday, we will take turn to meet you here, bring the teaching of the Buddha in many different aspects, and for my turn, will be on the third and the fifth week of the month, touches on. Meditation, specifically on guided meditation. Let us practice meditation together for thirty minutes over the air. And if you are ready, wherever you are, whatever you do, whomever you with, you can do it by just observing your own breath. Inhale and exhale, breathing. You will use your breath as a tool for meditation. How do you do that? By first start, breathe heavily, couple of times. Let's do it together, slowly, continuously. By focusing on your breath, inhales and exhales. Once you take a few deep breaths. You will feel the sensation of your breath touches your nose, in the nostril. The key is in the nostril. Where is the nostril? Nostril is a passage of the air in your nose. From the outside, on your face, there's a tip of your nose, the passage there, inside, where you normally smell. And the door, like flower, food, perfume, somewhere in the middle of your nostril. People may got different sensation at different point, because at that point, at that spot, there are a lot of sensitive tissues there. Once you take a few deep breath, you feel the sensation. Breathe normally. Breathe normally means you don't alter your breathing pattern. No need to force it to on certain pace, fast or slow, or certain depth, whether deep or shallow, or the temperature, warm or cold. No need to force or alter your breathing pattern. Do it naturally. Keep it natural. Just a point of focus, and also don't need to follow through. Pay attention, follow through your breath. Meaning, don't focus on the wind that moves from your nostril to your throat to your lung to your diaphragm. No, no, no. All follow through the air from your diaphragm, your lung to your throat. To the tip of the nose and outside, no, 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 just like a security guard. Security guard, guard a gate or a door. They will not follow people coming in and going out. The guard will stay put on one spot. Similarly, your attention, your attention is the guard. Your attention don't follow. The air, 
like coming in and going out. Because when air moves, right, it's become wind. Why air can move? Because of the pressure. When there are differences of pressure, of course something will move. If it's different pressure in under the water, and they become current, water current. If it's different in the energy of electromagnetic, it becomes electric current. And if it's different in air, that's become wind. When air moves in your body, of course it has to go through a nostril. That we call it inhale. If the air from your body moves out, and then become exhale through your nostril. We don't practice how to breathe here. No, this is not yoga section or breathing exercise section. But we are practicing mindfulness. That is attention. There are five aspects of mindfulness. First one we are talking here is attention. You pay attention. By observing, first aspect of mindfulness is observe. Observe your own breath, inhales and exhales, on one spot. Where? Somewhere in the middle of your nostril. Where exactly? At the spot where you normally feel the sensation of a door. Focus there. Don't need to follow through your breath. But focus on one spot. No need to alter your breathing pattern. Breathe normally. Do it naturally. Including your entire body. From your eyebrow, your face, your neck, your shoulder, your back, your leg. Relax. No need to tense up. But relax. Do it Normally, do it naturally. Breathing meditation. Focus on one spot. And there are two aspects of meditation. First, what we are practicing now is serenity meditation. Meanings calm your mind. Make your mind calm down. And the mind does not calm down. How does it look? It will be agitated. It would be restlessness. It would not be still. It moves. How does it move? It moves by sound from your ear. It's agitated by the thought that is the mind object to your mind domain. It's agitated by the taste coming through your tongue all sight forms through your eyes. All these senses. Through the senses, mind can be agitated. In this case, what I mean agitated is, mind will cling into, mind will move into, mind will follow through those senses. That is called domain. There are six domains that tight your mind together as a result of karma or karma and that's come from the karma 
Karma is an action. Action create result. Reaction. Once there is a result, there is a result of karma, and that would lock your mind in these domains, six domains. You are here, seeing what you saw, hearing what you heard, tasting what you tasted, has a sensation what you felt, and also think what you thought, and then because of you are here, mind and body, name and form, mentality and materiality is together, and mind will agitate it and can follow through to those domains. But once we practice meditation by starting off with observation, observe your own breath, instead of my follow through all those domains, it becomes concentrated, it becomes pointedness, because it's collected into one single spot, similar to a magnifying grass. When you adjust the focus point of magnifying grass in the middle of the sun, once the focus point is so little, is so narrow, is so focused, there are a lot of energy focused on one little spot. I can heat up the paper, light a fire, and do a lot of things with magnifying grass. Same concept they use in the fiber optics. They can use as operation knife, can use as a communication tools, and so on. Because of the laser beam, because of the light focus. Same thing here. Your mind, once focused, you can use this focus. You can use this concentration as a tool to do many things. And the things that I'm talking, the second part is insights, meditation. There are two parts of meditation. First one is serenity, the what we just did. And the second part is insight, meditation. Seeing from within, that's called insight. For your mind to have an insight, that is wisdom, wisdom to observe and to see things as they really are, and be able to let go, that is insight meditation, to strengthen your insight. Let's understand a power of the mind. These five elements that the Buddha define it to describe the mind power. He used this term, powers or faculties. Five powers or five faculties. What are those five? The first one is confidence. Confidence in yourself, confidence in the method, and confidence in the destination. What are those means? Destination means you can let go. Anything. Nibbana. You can understand things. You can go to where you want to go. You can achieve to what you want to achieve. This destination, that is Buddha. 
confidence that there is a solution or result of any problem. If you have certain problems, you want a result or you want to solve it, you need to have solution, right? And the destination of the solution, this is the first one. And the second thing is confidence in the method, the path to get there. The path to get there, the path to get to the letting go, the path to get to Nibbana, that is the teaching. Confidence in the method, the teaching. And the third one is confidence in yourself, that you can do it. If you do it according to the teaching, of course you get the result. If you do it and practice it according to the method, of course you get there, destination. But you need to confidence in what you do, the practice. That's the first one is the confidence. Some people translate it as a faith. But faith has different connotation. To me, the right approach would be the confidence. The second faculty is perseverance or energy. You need to put your mind, your heart, your soul, take action, perseverance. And when you practice, when you get your hand dirty, when you put your mind, your heart, your soul into it, this is what the energy is. The energy occurs when you take action. That is the second power of the mind, or second faculty. The third one is mindfulness. The mindfulness like what we are practicing now. Focus and pay attention like a security guard at the gate. When security guard pay attention, observe, that's how he take action. How your mind take action by practicing mindfulness. Just merely observe. Of course, when people cling into a certain thing, they observe, right? But it's different. The different or the opposite of mindfulness is clinging, delighting, or passionate about it, or welcoming it. Once you might welcome something, you might already cling into that. Meaning is agitated by the like, agitated by dislike. That is means delighting. Delighting that are positive and negative. Delight in passion way. There is greed or desire. But delight in negative way, there is also hatred and ill will. The defilements will occur if you not mindful. Delight, clinged, welcoming it. But this case, we observe only. Not delighting, not welcoming, but merely observe. Merely observe. Take action of the mind. Put your heart, your soul into taking action of mindfulness. That energy will lead to mindfulness. Once your mind is mindful by observing, not delighting in those domains, the mind will gain the fourth power that is Concentration. Yes, concentration is the power of the mind. 
one of the faculties of your mind. They let your mind to have this ability of letting go, moving on, and achieving goals. Concentration. Because when you focus and pay attention on a certain thing, your mind will begin to subside, subside. Once your mind is subsided, of course, we will not be agitated by the environment. And that stage is concentration. Once your mind is concentrated, you can observe it as it is. Whatever it is, is. The different, maybe you have to set this for your understanding. If I like something, right, I will have prejudice about the things that I like. I will tend to look at the positive or the benefit of it only. I would not see the negative or the disadvantage of it because I like it. I have prejudice about it. The difference is also true. If I don't like it, I dislike it, I hate it, I will have prejudice about that thing. Okay, I will tend to look at the, the bad side, the cons, the disadvantage. But I would not observe it thoroughly because I already prejudice. And that is not seeing as it is. There's not wisdom, panya, or insight. But if I observe it as it is, I will see all the aspects of it. Meaning, advantage, disadvantage, pros, cons. I will see it thoroughly. That is a result of concentration of the mind. Mind doesn't have prejudice about certain things. It can see everything as it is with wisdom. These are five powers. These are five faculties of your mind. To be able to let go, to be able to achieve any goals, to be able to walk on the path, to be able to confidence in yourself and take action and do things. In this case, we are practicing meditation. To have the insight meditation and as the strength of which your mind can let go and achieving goals, you need to groom, you need to cultivate these five faculties. These five faculties or five powers are the same thing. The Buddha explained it as a river. When it slants slow or inclined from west to east, the water flow, the water current is from the west to east, and in the river, on the river, there's island on the river. So this island, the water will depart, right? So there are water current, water stream, they will go through the island. The stream will move up to the north, and the stream on the south side of the island, there are two streams. The stream up in the north of the island is similar to power, the five powers. And the stream that at the south side of the island is similar to faculties, five faculties.
power and faculties is two different streams, but it's come from the same river. If you look at the east and west, it's one stream. If you look at the north and south, there are two streams, but all in the same river. Similar. These five powers of five faculties is the element of your mind that allow your mind to achieve goal and letting go. How do we cultivate it? How do we practicing it? Mindfulness, the middle one. The middle one is the key. You need to balance. You need to even out your powers, your faculties. How do you know that um, power is not even out? Because when if you put too much energy into your mind, right? I practice a lot. I walking meditation. The mind would tend to be too stressed. Once the mind is too stressful, become restlessness. The power of concentration will drop down. Meaning is that no concentration. If I try, I try, I try. Harder I try, I don't get the result. If that the case, means the energy is too much. But the opposite also true. If you put your mind into concentration too much, trying to get to deep of the meditation, your mind will tend to become lazy, become a drowsiness. It's just like. Want to do nothing, being still all the time. If that's the case, meaning the power of concentration is too much compared to the energy faculties. Another pair is confidence and wisdom. If too much faith, too much confidence, may result in begging and asking for result without doing anything. Those are no good. Not taking action, or maybe superstitious, or just ignorance and fallacies. A lot of fallacies come down from just have a lot of faith, but doesn't understand it. This means the faith faculties or confidence faculties is too much. Is overpower wisdom. The opposite also having problem. If you have too much wisdom, too much wisdom will lead to arrogant, will lead to arrogant, will lead to becoming too proud, bluster, or swagger, or brag about something. That is a result of too much wisdom. So have to even it out, have to balance it by starting from mindfulness. If you seeing all these symptoms in your mind, that means some of the elements, some of the faculties, powers is not even out. By focusing on your breath, inhales and exhales, you can use this mind power to adjust by contemplating. If you contemplate about the confidence, the confidence will grow. If you contemplate about The wisdom, the wisdom will grow. If you contemplate about concentration, focus, and thinking nothing, focus on one thing, 
the concentration will go. Why is that? Because when you think or ponder about certain thing, the mind will incline into that direction. Whichever direction the mind incline, it will grow. It will become significant. It will get better. And this works on both sides. Meaning, wholesome or unwholesome. If you think about unwholesome thing, your mind will incline to that unwholesome. When your mind inclines in the unwholesome, the unwholesome will take over your mind. The unwholesome will have a significant impact in your mind. You tend to think about that frequently. The opposite. So practice your mind to think about wholesomeness. Once you do that, you might incline to that direction. The power, the five faculties, five powers will grow. And once you do that, you can achieve your goal. You can let things go. You have a clear path. You can concentrate and use this concentration energy to focus on what you want to do later on. And I hope you learned something today. Be focused, be attentive, and keep your concentration. Practice it the whole day. And what you have been listening is the Sunday Dhamma Talk on Radio Thailand in conjunction with Panya Bhavana Foundation by Prak Maha Paibun Apipuno. And see you next time. Goodbye.